Sorry. So as we were exploring uh, letter Aleph, we declared it as Aleph Imuna, and Bet, we were talking about Bitachon. Gimel now, um, we're going to talk about Gdula. Gdula. Okay? Um, as David Amelach says, Lecha Hashem Gdula Vagvura Vatiferet. Right? Um, 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 we say in Davening, Hela Gadol Hagibor Vanora. What's the idea of Gadol? Right? Gadol is not only um, um, big, right? But as uh, our, our, our cousins uh, say, Allahu Akbar, which means God is becoming greater constantly, right? So Gibor, Gadol, means that constantly is in, God is infinitely growing um, and becoming greater infin, in, infinitely, right? So the minute I think I grasp some of God's greatness, by then he's already great in, in ways that I can't measure, okay? So Rabbi Nachman says like this, Rabbi Nachman would declare God's greatness so much, you can't express it in on writing. Can't express in writing how great God is, right? Speaking is, uh, is putting things into boxes, right? Yeah, the word for dibor in Hebrew is the word for davar, right? A thing, right? Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm not a man of things. I'm not a man of words. I can't, I can't put things into boxes, right? Um, um, the word for Hebrew for, 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 for a word is milah. Milah means sakat. Right? The bridge mila, you cut, right? Cutting. I'm cutting things, I'm putting them into boxes, I'm defining things, right? The word, the sentence, the mishpat, a mishpat is a sentence, I'm, I'm creating a sentence, I'm, I'm sentencing something, right? Um, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can't put God into a box. And that's something we uh, obviously explored in, in Aleph when we spoke about Imuna, about the reality that I can't really express to other people what God is to me because it's my, it's my perception. It's my perception the same way I can't explain to you how blue seems to me or I can't even tell you why I'm really enjoying uh, this soup that I'm eating because at the end of the day it all boils down to my perception of it and therefore I can't express it to you. But even God's greatness is not something that I can share. It says everything that we, you know, the, 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 the modern day science has d- declared that we know one ten millionth of what there is to know about the galaxy. Okay? So we know one percent of ten, of, of, in, 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 percent of ten million, right? One ten millionth of what there is to know about the galaxy. But that is to say, we know one ten millionth of what we think there is to know about the galaxy. What really there is to know about the galaxy, especially if you throw in a multiverse into there, because universe, multiverse, why not? Then it's like one infinitesimal. Right? So all I can say, as, as uh, yesterday was the Yertzera of Rav Shlomo Yashiv, the Leshem, we spoke a little bit about the Leshem, and the Leshem says, the only thing we can speak of is what we don't know about God. Right? The only thing I can say is what I don't know. I can't say what I do know, because what I do know is so much of a fraction that it's already a joke. Right? So if I say that that is liquid, and you'll laugh, and you'll say, I mean, of course it's liquid, but other stuff are liquid also. This is actually a molecule build of two hydrogens and one oxygen, right? There are other liquids that are a different molecule build. So this is a liquid, it's not liquid, right? So I only can speak about what I know it's not, right? I don't know what that is, I know it's not a solid, okay? I don't know what you are, I know you're not a guy. I don't know what you are, I just know that you're, what you're not. I can only declare what I know, a pers- what I know God is not. Right? So in our, in our exploration of trying to understand God, Rabbi Nachman says God is not only getting greater so much, but even if we think we could fathom what we don't know, it's only what we don't know of what we think we might know. Right? There's a Pasuk in Tehillim. I don't know if he's going to quote it, but if he does, it says, um, 
Kigadol Adonai Adonenu Mikol Elokim. Right? Because our Hashem is greater than all other Elokims. Wait, don't we believe that there's only one God? How are we saying that God is greater than all other gods? What does that mean? I say God is greater than all other gods. We don't believe in other gods. So said, God is greater than any other God that you can fathom. Right? If you're going to say that, you know, somebody said to me, uh, is God an AI? I said, he is, and then infinitely more. Right? So when, when, um, when uh, Spinoza says, God is the universe, the universe is God, he says, God is the universe. The universe isn't God. God is the universe and infinitely more. God is kindness and infinitely more. Christianity that says God is kindness and kindness is God, God is only kindness, then you create a reality of duality. Yes? Don't we say that like, like, um, the Rambam says that Avodah Zarah or that pagan gods is like uh, he gives the analogy of a guy who works a crazy person who walks into a pharmacy and he just every person is coming and saying I have this disease I need, I need this and he just gives out drugs whatever he wants and writes you know take this five times a day and he's a crazy person he thinks he's a pharmacist and he's giving right so he goes statistically speaking one out of every, uh, you know, 300 prescriptions that he gave out actually works. Right? So that's Avodah Zarah, right? Or, or in a different analogy that has been given later, it's like counterfeit money. Right? You go and it works. But eventually, it won't work. And then you'll just be broke or you'll be in jail, depending on how much you've actually spent of this counterfeit. Right? So the analogy that Rambam gives is that, yeah, if a crazy person goes into a pharmacy and just gives out drugs uh, to every single person based on whatever he thinks, statistically, he might work. Right? It might work if I constantly go into the into 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 a uh, into a uh, um, um, casino and I'm constantly putting my money down in a Russian roulette on on black. I'm eventually going to win, right? That doesn't mean that it's in, that is, that I actually did anything. Right? So, any god you can imagine, God's greater. We can't speak about greatness of God. The only thing we can do is speak about our relationship with God. That's why we never learn theology. Judaism is not theology. Bi- biology is when I take some organic, something organic, and I put it under a microscope, and I'm, I'm dissecting it. Theology would say putting God under a microscope and dissecting God. How can you ever do that? We don't speak about God. We speak about my relationship with God. But it's all about me. The focus is me, my relationship with God, and how I am trying to gather a broader um, 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 relationship with God. I'm trying to understand God better through myself. But I'm never going to understand God. Okay? The, I, I don't, I, I, not, not in this class, but in a different class, we brought the anal- three analogies from, uh, from uh, Rav Shlomo Yashif, from, from the Baal And he said one analogy, he brought an analogy of, 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 of a cup, of water, right? Water has no shape. You put it into a cup, it takes the shape of a cup. You put it into a tube, it takes the shape of a tube. You put it into, a, a, I don't know, a, a slide, it'll take the shape of a slide. It doesn't have any, anything. It's, not, it's, not sh- it's shapeless, right? You are the cup, and God is the water. Right? It's God will take shape of you. So guys, right? So so to a, to a male, God's a male, and to a female, God's a female, and to a bunny, God's a bunny, and he's neither. He's water. He's shapeless. He's limitless. He's boundless. But he's only appearing to you through you. So if you're a cup, then God, water will look like the shape of your cup. And if you are um, a tube, then what God will look to you the shape of a tube. So God really appears to you through you. And the relationship is not based on trying to understand God, rather trying to understand you. Trying to understand you. And you can't speak about God because God is infinitely growing in a rate that, and infinitely uh, more than, than, than all the collective consciousness at any single moment. And therefore, all we can speak about is what we don't know. Okay? All we can speak about is what we don't know. Says 
רב נחמן. וגם אשר מובא שתכלית הידיעה שלא נדע, היינו גם כן אצל כל ידיעה וידיעה, היינו שאפילו כשמגיעים לתכלית של ידיעה, דהיינו שלא נדע אף על פי כן, עדיין אין זה תכלית. כי זה תכלית הוא רק באותה הידיעה. אבל בידיעה גבוהה ממנה עדיין לא התחיל בה כלל וכן למעלה למעלה. נמצא שאין יודעים כלל. אבל אף על פי כן אין זה תכלית, כי עדיין לא התכלית בכלל ידיעה של למעלה מזו, הידיעה שיגיע בה התכלית שלא נדע. So Rabbi Nachman brings an idea that we brought from the Baal Shem Tov, that the goal of knowledge is knowing that you don't know. Right? Right, a person is learning cosmology and he says, wow, from the data that we've gathered from the universe, we don't know anything. And from the data that we've gathered from um, 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 physics, we don't know anything. Quantum physics is, is way beyond our reach, way, way beyond what we can imagine. Right? The quantum physics and the quantum world, everything's a particle, everything's a, he's, he's, the cat is both alive and dead at the same time. Right? Don't understand anything. So the goal is for me to understand that my radio can pick up one channel at once. It can't play all the channels at the same time. And even all the channels at the same time is only what a limited range that I'm being allowed to listen to. So my brain is a radio that picks up radio waves. And based on the proximity of my, of, of my radio to the antenna, and based on my radio's uh, capability, I'm listening to one channel at a time. So I don't even know what's being played in the world. I don't even know, because I'm only close to this antenna that picks up these, these transmissions that's close to this and close to this, right? right they used to have, uh, I remember uh, they were trying to create satellite radios, right? A radio that you can play any channel at any place in the world, anywhere, right? You can only listen to what is being broadcasted here. Right? And even the World Wide Web, even all the internet that we have on the, on, on the browser, that's only 13%, right? 87% is the dark web, which is... You don't want to be there because you'll probably get arrested for being there. Right? Everything that's happening there is... You don't even know. So even the more I gain knowledge, the more I know I don't know. And what Rabbi Yachin is telling us is that in our relationship with God, it's not about knowing. Because you can't know God. It's about experiencing. It says in Tehillim, Ta'amu v're'u kitov havaya. Taste and see that God is great. Your job is to experience God. Because to know God, you will never know God. God cannot fit into your head. Same way all the radio channels cannot fit into your radio. Right? So you can experience yourself and you're the tool that is used. You're the cup that is holding the water and therefore, that's it. But a cup can't understand H2O. A cup can only understand the water that it's holding right now. So Rabbi Nachman says, Gam flig mod begodel malat tshuva. Now Rabbi Nachman is going transitioning from the fact that we can't understand God, the sub-facet of not understanding God is not understanding tshuva. We can't understand how great tshuva is. We can't. We can't understand how we can repent for something. We can't understand how we can change the past. We can't understand how things can, can, can totally be, be, be changed based on just my intent and my, and my desire. But in a deep way, the same way I can't understand God, I can't understand what it means that God says he's sorry. That God says he forgives. Right? We can't. I can't understand how God forgives. Because I can't understand how God, great God is. The only thing I can understand is that God's forgiving is not my forgiving. And when I say I forgive you, that's not what God meant. 
God meant it truly. God means it in a different way. So Rabbi Nachman is telling us that tshuva is also so profound. A person even fell, no matter how far he fell. Tshuva is higher than Torah. You can never say that you're in a place that God cannot forgive. Okay, God is so great. The only thing you can know is that whatever you think forgiving is, that's not what God's talking about. And a lot of times I speak to people and say, God can't forgive what I did. Would you forgive somebody who did X to you? And I said, I'm not God. Right? There are certain things that a human being can't forgive. Can't forgive. Yeah. Aren't there certain things that God also can't forgive? No. No such thing. No. Tshuva for karet. Everything. Are there certain acts or actions that you can do that just... No. Even karet, and this is a common misconception, you can do tshuva for karet. You can do tshuva for karet. The goal is not to punish you. The goal is to get you to get on the right path. So karet is a big thing. Karet says that you can do whatever you want on a scene, but I'm just going to let you know that the editors will edit this scene out and maybe even edit your whole part out because there's no point of keeping you in the set if this is the way you're acting. So you do whatever you want on the set, but then when the movie is screening, don't be upset that you can't find any of your scenes. Right? Um, um, guy from House of Cards, come on. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Right? Don't be upset that you're edited out of the movie if this is the way you're acting. Right? There is no such thing that, that God can't do tshuva for. The only thing that stops tshuva is you. Is you not wanting to do it. Is you not believing that it's powerful. You're the only thing standing in the way of tshuva. Not him. Not him. Not ever. Right? So, um, um, right? so the only thing we know is that when God says, I forgive, it's not like we're saying we forgive. God's ability to forgive is so great and so profound. And therefore, you can never give up. Don't ever say to yourself that what you did is so big that God can't forgive because God is infinitesimal. God is beyond anything. So to say that I've done something that now God is so upset about and he's going to hold a grudge, that's just wrong. That's just not allowed. That's just not okay. So Rabbi Nachman is saying that tshuva is the higher. And this is what the Chazal says. Says if a person is is, is lucky, he's, it's gonna, he's gonna have the opposite reaction. His averas will turn into mitzvahs. Why? Because at the end of the day, you're on a journey, right? If you missed, um, um, I don't know, your 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 field goal percentage of two of, is two of sixteen, and now it's time for the winning shot, and you hit the buzzer beater, no one cares that you were two of sixteen. People can't care less what your percentage, field goal percentage, was of the game. As long as you hit the winning shot. You know who holds the statistic of high, the, highest, the, highest percent of winning, of, the highest percentage of winning shots with the lowest field goal percentage? No? No, Kobe has a low field goal percentage? No. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd has the most buzzer-beating shots with the lowest field goal percentage. No one cares if you shot O of 8 if you hit the, 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 the winning shot. Now, if you're, uh, you know, uh, J.R. Smith and you can't realize that the time is winding down, then you have a different issue. But at the end of the day, it boils down to the fact that we don't care as long as you are, when it comes down to it, you're in the right place in the right time and you, you can follow through. So the fact that you missed eight shots, I don't care. If that, the only thing I care about is that now you can't hit the, the, bother, the bother being shot because, oh no, I have a cold hand. You have a cold hand in your head. You have a hot hand in your head. The temperature in your hand did not change. It's only up here. 
So if you're walking around thinking you have a cold hand and therefore you're giving up shots, then I'm going to bench you. I don't care if you miss. But if you don't take the open shot, then you're not effective on offense because now the team is just not going to cover you, Ben Simmons. Right? So at the end of the day, what boils down to it is that your job is to realize that God is so great and we cannot fathom it. And when God says, I do tshuva, I, I exist, tshuva exists, then don't belittle tshuva. Don't talk down tshuva just because you're too, you're too afraid of doing it. Just because you don't have the guts to actually change. So you're going to talk down tshuva and say, God doesn't want me. I did things that are so bad. Right? Because at the end of the day, you know, I did I did all the, 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 all the worst things in the world. And therefore, God doesn't want me. No. 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 God's greater than that. God can even take all your averos that you did and turn them into mitzvahs. And all that really matters is that you understand that God is so great that trying to put him in a box is a problem. The only thing you can do is say what boxes he doesn't fit into. God does not fit into a box of only fit and, and stay in a box of good. God is good and more. God is judgment and more. God is kindness and more. God is the universe and more. I can't define God. I can only tell you what boxes he is in and infinitely more. Chuva, infinitely more. And therefore, in my relationship, when I'm trying to grow, build a relationship with God, the first thing I have to do in the, in, in, uh, from, from Imuna to Bitachan to Godless is understand that we can't understand God. We can understand ourselves. And from ourselves, we can understand that God is greater than that. So if I think that I'm a good father, then God is infinitely more than that. If I think that I can forgive, then God can do infinitely more. And if I think that, uh, that you know, uh, I know what kindness is, then God is infinitely more. But to try to put God into a box... It's not going to work. It's not going to work. The only thing I can understand is that there's much more than what I think. And when I reach a level of what I say, oh my God, I know nothing, right? I know one ten millionth percent of what I can know. That's one ten millionth percent of what I think I can know. Because obviously there's more to know. Should be Zohar.